Single parenting isn't easy. We understand. Most parents don't plan to go it alone, but you can still make the most of this journey for your children and yourself. In fact, if you and your family are on that journey, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Single Parent Advocate community and to our podcast. And here are your hosts, single parent founder, Stacey Poitras, broadcast journalist, single dad and friend, Daryl Moody. Welcome to the show. I am Daryl Moody, joining you once again from my home studios here in Orlando. This is the Single Parent Advocate podcast. Stacy is there in those beautiful SPA studios. Special thanks to the folks at VentureX Louisville, the realm at Castle Hills. And I must say, uh, Stacy, you're looking lovely today. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you. Oh, thanks, Daryl. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you. I um, am so excited. I think I'm looking lovely because my son came to town. I got to visit with him and my daughter-in-law and we went shopping and I got to get some new new uh, makeup and uh, exchange presents with them. And it's just been a great time. So great to see him and face to face with him living so far away. Well, and that is the best part of the holidays is being able to spend time with loved ones and kind of recharge your emotional batteries and that sort of thing. But I got to say, you look like you're glowing. So I, I'm sure the, the time off uh, with your son was, was uh, well-deserved and well-spent. And uh, why don't you bring us up to speed with everything going on with student or single parent advocate. Obviously, it's a busy time of year for you with Christmas and New Year. Uh, you know, you're, you're trying to help families uh, and, and kind of improve their Christmas experience while always keeping an eye ahead at the new year. What have you been working on? Well, it's really kind of cool. We are helping or helped 100 families with the uh, strong boost that came from uh, our friends at Gab Wireless and Huffines Auto and Matthew Six Ministries. They really helped us a ton um, to really reach into the lives of of the kids honestly you know packing the bags we have these big red bags full of gifts for you know the kids that are 12 and under gift cards for the teenagers and the parents themselves that were nominated and uh we were very 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 excited that granite tower and the ownership group uh there uh, donated some space so we've even had space to work and that's been huge Um, i will be getting a press release out about that new partnership pretty soon um, just to make sure everybody knows who's been really at our side this uh this season really all the way uh all the way through i i have spent so many weekends daryl with our team packing these bags with all our hearts, you know, just trying to gather items and put them in the bags so that the parents are able to have items under the tree for their kids, you know, uh, and that has been huge. And I'm super excited. One more thing about, um, there are some other charities coming alongside of us to provide food. So Gateway Church, for example, uh, paid for us to have hot meals to to give everybody to take home, and then uh, p- there's Pastor Carter coming to hand out you know fresh food, and you know all of these moving pieces all come together on the day of, and um, people's lives are 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 changed. I have um, 
one of my favorite Christmas moments is when Chief Rhyme from the Highland Village Police, he dresses up as Santa and comes and greets all the kids and you know, so we're we're gonna just we're gonna have a really great time. We're gonna have a DJ uh, playing music and uh, lots of, of door prizes and things like that for families. And um, I'm super excited about it. And all of that is moving parts, just like you said. And I found out that there's uh, gonna be about 50 bicycles now donated uh, for 50 kids, and. Um, those are going to have to be, you know, delivered as well. So you're right. It's busy. So, so how many, how many families were you able to touch? Um, it's going to, it's about a hundred. It's a hundred families, which is usually about three to 325 children and teens. So uh, it's absolutely, uh, I feel like the mother in the shoe sometimes, you know, I've been so talking about, you know, how much I miss my son and, you know, but I have all this blessing of so many families that are a part of our community and I just love seeing them all. And I am super grateful. And as far as these bags, what, uh, you know, what goes into one of these bags that you give to the, to the kids? Well, so the bags are filled with like um, we interview our families and ask them what their children are interested in. And so uh, we get as close as possible. So like there was a, a one family nominated as an example that had two five year old uh, girls. And so I got them each a little uh, purse and, you know, each a little, uh, you know, their first uh, diary that has stickers and things like that. And then there was um uh, I don't know, um, stuffed animals, like a, one's a unicorn and one's a, a big blue bear. And uh, I put all of those in. And then we also have hats and gloves and scarves for every family member, as well as crafts. I always like to put a book in there of some kind and maybe a card game like Crazy Eights or Go Fish. And um, just we put whatever we can in the bag for the gifts, for the families, all of that. Um, and it, it's it's a, a labor of love, you know, because we want them to feel like they're loved by us the way that they're loved by their, their parent, right? And so very carefully put together and, and put together. Well, I, I, you know, when I was doing my Christmas shopping for the girls, I mean, I started at TJ Maxx and in less than a half hour, I'd spent $300 and that's just one store for my two girls, ages eight and six. Uh, do you have a dollar amount of how much all this has cost? Well, you know, I've been real, real uh, watching that closely, especially this year with uh, the generosity that we've been entrusted with, with our sponsors. Uh, so, you know, we each year we, we usually spend between ten and fifteen thousand dollars to help a hundred families and we do that by shopping you know for sales uh, you know we'll be able to go to a Dollar Tree or uh, you know a discount store and pick up you know buy one get one half off or things like that uh, we definitely have a Amazon business account and I'm able to to generate some stuff uh, together for that a lot of the gift cards and things like that that we get a lot of um, the other thing that I've really uh, been I mean just shocked and humbled by is the number of people that want to send gift cards you know the teenagers they, 
they want electronics. They want to go to H&M. They want to go to Five Below. They want to go to all these really great places. And, you know, um, so I'm super grateful for the people that have just you know, gone and got gift cards. So I would say each family, we we spend an average of about $150, but they get more than $150 worth well, of Well, exactly, because that doesn't, that doesn't count the items that were donated, the 50 bikes, you know, that sort of thing. That has a value too. Exactly. I mean, in, in terms of just the economic impact of this effort, it's got to be pretty significant. It is. It's very significant. And, it, and it's also... Um, a lot of helpers, you know, whether it's the, the the Lifetime Fitness at Flower Mound, gathering those bikes, carefully tagging them, making sure each child's name is on them, making sure that the families that are given a bike know in advance so they come in a vehicle big enough to put the bike in, you know, um, just things like that. And then also planning for a safe social distancing, you know, portion of the event is going to be out outside to keep everybody safe and then a portion is inside to keep them warm and then hopefully you know not having too many people together at one time um, it, there are there are lots and lots of components uh, of planning and I'm super grateful for our steering committee who uh, definitely come alongside me because if it wasn't for them I, w- <laughs> I would be in a little puddle in the corner I promise. <laughs> Well, that was that was a perfect segue to my next question. How many elves did you have helping you? Just your just single parent advocate, not you know the different businesses and organizations that are helping you, but I mean, just in terms of your team, how many folks did you have? There's about ten of us. There's about ten of us that are leaning in full meal deal right now. Uh, that, you know, we meet every week. We we have our tasks and things that we need to do and go get, and uh, we divide and conquer. Well, I appreciate you uh, making me and my kids part of the Zoom presentation. It was a lot of fun reading to the kids. We got to read some Christmas stories to the kids. And, you know, I talk about the podcast to my girls all the time, but they don't really know what it's like to be on camera and to do this, you know, in real time. So, you know, thank you for including us in that. I know they enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. And who doesn't want to play bingo and have a scavenger hunt and win prizes? And yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm super grateful for you doing that, Daryl. And I'm glad that you're getting to know some of the families. Well, you know, if there is one good thing that has come out of the, of the COVID-19 pandemic, it's the use of video presentations, video chatting, Zoom, uh, you know, um, Microsoft Teams, whatever your platform is. It's amazing to see uh, not just work, but the good that you can do utilizing this technology. Oh, no doubt. No doubt about it. And and. It, it it takes the distance away. I love that piece of it. I know that that's business 101 for many people, you know, being on Zoom to, to conduct their business lives and, and certainly charitable outreaches, you know, are, are included in that. But for us, you know, we hadn't really had a strong uh reason to be on Zoom to really add that to our outreach. And so what really warms my heart about that is I can be present with somebody in Florida. I can be present with somebody in Los Angeles or Houston or Oklahoma. And so it just takes those those miles away so we can, uh, you know, be together. And I, I know that applies to so many other things for people in their worlds. Um, but 
for for this organization, it's been it's been a long a long time coming and a big big part of my heart where I wanted to uh, welcome families from all over. Well, I will tell you after we get into the new year, we start talking about that golf tournament. I can't play golf via Zoom. No, so you're I'll coming start, in. You're coming so to I'll Dallas. Yeah, you're so coming to Dallas. Play. Yeah, I will yep, be yep. there for sure. So while all of these holiday festivities are a great uh, escape, if you will, from the stresses of the holiday season, as single parents, we still do struggle with it a lot. And it's, you know, it's, it's the stress of buying the gifts. It's the stress of coordinating everything. You know, who's got the kids this week? Who's got the kids next week? When you exchange kids, you know, there are, there's a lot of, uh, mm. a lot of rigmarole, a lot going on, and it's easy to get overwhelmed. And the actual subject of our show this week is to talk about Christmas presents, P-R-E-S-E-N-T-S, versus Christmas presents, P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E. And it's really easy to get caught up in the presents and not be present. That's right. So let's talk about that. Well, you know, it's so true. But If you look at all of the work that has gone into putting the presents the gifts in these bags and all of that and you know busy busy beavers busy busy elves going about doing all of these things to prepare for our families and then when our families get here you know it's always my heart to make sure i get time to to greet them and say hello and but it's hard it's hard because there's always something you know for me to go and do and take care of or make sure is running correctly and 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 it it does it tugs at my heart that we don't get to more fully dwell and and have time together even chris coming into town you know for the holiday uh you know I, i i was so excited to see him but it was it was it went so fast. It just seemed like it went so fast, Daryl, that I was aching a little bit when it was time for him to go, even though it was a whole week that he was here, you know? It just seemed like crazy, you know? Well, I'm, I'm a big fan of doing stuff as opposed to having stuff and buying stuff and getting stuff and giving stuff. I feel like experiences, especially for my kids, they're little, they break everything anyway, you know? experiences and building memories and stuff like that is way more important than American Girl dolls and play sets and all that. So, you know, in our previous episode, we had talked about uh, the importance of creating your own holiday traditions and that sort of thing. Uh, and I had mentioned that we, every year, we like to go to my alma mater, UCF. They have Light Up UCF. It's a Christmas thing. They got ice skating rink and an ice slide and all sorts of stuff. Well, it's canceled again this year. And while obviously I'm very disappointed about that, uh, we have another opportunity to build a holiday memory this week, which I am really, really excited about. And, uh, you know, I'm a college football fan. We talk about it all the time. I'm a UCF grad, but I also grew up uh, very close to the University of Florida. So I'm, you know, I have two teams when it comes to college football. That's the Gators and the Knights. And uh, Santa gave us an early Christmas present this year in that UCF and Florida are actually playing each other in a bowl game in Tampa. And the reason why I'm really excited about this is obviously we're going to go, but all throughout the season, my kids kept asking me, dad, we want to go to a Gator game. We want to go to a Gator game. Well, Gainesville is two and a half hours away from Orlando. The stadium is 90,000 people. And if you've ever been in Gainesville, Florida on a, on a game day, it's, it's chaos. 
And I have, I'll be honest, I have this fear of taking my eight and six year old to Gainesville and, and having, you know, one of them have a meltdown or something happens, they get overwhelmed. You know, one of my kids doesn't like loud noises. And, you know, I've had this fear of going up there and having it be a complete disaster. So when I found out that Florida and UCF would be playing in the Gasparilla Bowl in Tampa, I got us tickets. And my, so yeah, I'm, and, and I'm not kidding you, Stacy. When I told my daughter Elise, my eight-year-old, she cried. She was so wow. excited about the game that she was emotionally overwhelmed and she cried. And they've been to two UCF games this year, so it's not like they've never been to a college football game, but they've never been to a Gator game. They know how much the Gators mean to me. So, and to be able to have both of our teams play in one game, it was just really, really special. But you know, it's funny how this has worked out. And I, I don't know how many of our viewers and listeners really follow college football, but, you know, in the tier of bowl games, the Gasparilla Bowl in Tampa is like a, like a tier three, maybe even a tier four bowl game. So when, uh, before the teams were even announced, I went ahead and bought tickets because I got tickets in the end zone. They were 15 bucks a piece. And I said, they haven't announced the teams yet, but I know the prices are going to go up if I don't get tickets now. So I bought my tickets. I got really lucky. The game is sold out, believe it or not. Wow. Uh, yeah. And, and, and when I, when I got the tickets for the game, my original thinking was, you know, Gator fans aren't going to come out. It's, it's a, it's a garbage bowl game. I would much rather take my kids to a game in a half empty stadium than take them to Gainesville against, you know, Tennessee or right. Florida state or a big game with 90,000. So, you know, the, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. So the game is a sellout. 65,000 people are going to be at this game, but we've got primo tickets that if I wanted to, I could sell for 200 bucks a piece, but I wouldn't do that because as far as I'm concerned for me and my girls, it's completely invaluable. So now, the quality time, the, like, so the gift, the gift that you're giving the girls is, really more quality time and and your focused time on them versus it's not like oh i'm going to give you tickets to this game it's not just that kind of gift or that kind of present it's the it's the also your attention and your oh that's ex- and your, no that's yeah. exactly what it is they get to go see daddy's two favorite teams play a football game right and and i'm not kidding you like elise cried when i told her she was so excited and claire's excited too but, uh, you know, to me, that $76 that I spent on tickets with, with the fees and all that, you know, that's a million dollar gift that I can give them, you know? Right. And that's an experience and that's a memory that they're going to have for the rest of their lives about going to see Florida and UCF play in a bowl game. But the point I'm trying to make is that doing something like that, giving my kids that experience is better than any toy or electronic device or anything like that that I could give them. Right. Well, and I think, you know, you're you, you kind of hitting the nail on the head. I think maybe for a lot of us, um, like like you said, you know, we get busy cooking. We got, you know, we've got all these different to do's that we need to do uh, or things we need to go get. Or, you know, I get kind of. I get kind of caught up in decorating. Like the house has to have all the Christmas stuff out. It's got to be cleaned. It's got to be ready. I got to go to the grocery store, get everything, you know. And um, I come in for a landing and I spend all of my time serving or cleaning or doing the cooking or doing all of the different things. And I don't spend the time 
sitting and talking or sitting and focusing on what somebody's saying to me, I'm usually multitasking. Like here, here, you know, have 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 some iced tea and um, I'm going to cook and do all this stuff and I'll listen to you while I do that. And I've always been very passionate about multitasking, but it just seems like very, uh, I don't know if it's just on my mind because of Chris living so far away now. Like I want to take all of that and set it aside and I want to just be with him, like unplug and okay, I'm here with you, you know, like I don't want to waste that. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. It, it's it's so important. But before we go any further, I have to ask you a question, Stacy. What? As, as it pertains to Christmas decorations. Uh-oh. Real tree or artificial tree? Artificial. Well really? lit. Yeah. <sighs> Absolutely. Are you kidding me? I don't want to go kill a tree. I love to garden. I don't like killing trees. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. I'll give you that. <laughs> I, for me personally, I'm a real tree guy. I, I love going and buying the tree. I love setting it up. Every tree is different. Oh, and the you smells. Know. Oh, the smells amazing. Yeah. My, my house smells like a juniper forest right now. I love it. Oh, I can't wait to see it. You'll have to send us a picture. I will. I will. Cause I'm really proud of how this year's tree uh, came out. Cause, cause I, I bought it. I didn't, I don't want to say I bought it early, but my, my sister, my older sister, God bless her. She watches too much of the news and she kept telling me for weeks, you know, there's a Christmas tree shortage. There's a Christmas tree shortage. You got to get your tree early. Don't wait. Don't wait. You won't have any. And uh, and I'm, we got a good one this year, and I'm really happy with it. It's beautiful. Uh, I love I love the way we decorated it. We we did something a little different this year. We went all white lights, and uh, and we didn't do the red sash all the way around. And uh, I'm thrilled. I love it. I'm really happy. Oh, I've that's got my awesome. little light up palm tree right next to it. So now when you when you guys uh, put the tree up and the girls were a part of that, I suppose, right? Like, did you create an opportunity similar to the football game where you could actually be present with them instead of multitasking and being distracted? Well, they're, they're still a little difficult to go buy the tree with them. So I bought the tree and set it up while they were at school. And then it was our Friday night activity. We opened up the, the tub of ornaments and we each, you know, we made decisions together as far as what deck, what what ornament goes here and what ornament goes there. And, you know, Claire's got her ornaments with baby pictures and Elise has her ornaments that she's made at school or whatever. And it was like, you know, they took ownership in decorating it. And yes, it was absolutely, uh, it was an event. It was our entire evening. I focused on nothing but doing that with them. And I really enjoyed it. And for somebody who complains about the rituals of Christmas, you know, I feel like we kind of created our own there. I mean, everybody decorates the tree, but uh, to your point, it was a lot of fun and it was really good family bonding time. And uh, I can't wait to do it next year. Well, that's good to hear. I, I, you know, I can't help but think about families who, you know, this is the busy, busy season at work, you know, and how, 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 how difficult it must be to really unplug and just focus on uh, family and kids and neighbors and all of the, the, uh, the beautiful things about this season, you know, what would you say to our friends who are all harried at work right now, Daryl, about being present? Well, it's, you know, it's, it's about setting your priorities. And, and like you said, you have to, you have to make a conscious effort to be present in that moment and to enjoy that experience for what it is. 
and you know, it, it helps that we did it on a Friday night because you're not thinking about work. It wasn't a school night. We didn't have to get to bed by a certain time. Um, you know, and, and you can you can plan that out uh, according to your schedule and do it on, you know, a night when nobody has to go to school or work the next day, whatever night that is. But it's, you know, it, it's important to me as a single dad doing this on my own. And I say it all the time. If it weren't for my kids, I wouldn't have lights on my house. If it weren't for my kids, I wouldn't have decorations up in the house. If it weren't for my kids, you know, Christmas would just be another day. But, you know, it's magical to children. And you have to, you, you have to, uh, I don't want to say you have to, but, you know, as a parent, you want to make that experience as, as much as you can for them, because that's a memory they'll have for the rest of their life. And when you're raising kids, you know, if you choose to raise your child a certain way, they're going to raise their family that way. So while as a single guy, you know, Christmas isn't a big deal for me, I'm a single dad. So that means Christmas is a big deal for me. That's right. And it's, and it's taken me a few years to fully embrace uh, the event. Now, granted, I'm not, we're not baking cookies. We're not making gingerbread houses or that sort of thing. That's, I don't bake. That's not my thing. But, you know, going to light up UCF, doing the Christmas tree, putting the lights up outside. We decorated, we put the lights up outside and we decorated together. You know? Oh, that's great. Well, and I think another way for families uh, to latch on and be present um, together, you know, is cooking. Not everybody cooks, but for, for me, gathering around the table and having a meal together, you know, not all the frenzied cooking and going crazy, but actually, you know, no, don't everybody make a plate and head to the other room, right? You want to make the plate and sit together. And, you know, my family uh, history with when my dad was still with us, we would play games. We would eat and have dessert at the table, and then we'd start playing games. Sometimes it was poker. Sometimes it was dominoes. Sometimes, you know, and we always laughed and had a great time, you know, but we were present together um, where we weren't taking phone calls. We weren't distracted. We all would be you know and now dad's not here anymore and and my brother you know is in heaven too and i'm so grateful that we set that time aside and we're intentional about focusing on each other you know at least you know during during the holiday season you know and 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 so many it's so hard to unplug and to trust that it's going to be okay if you don't answer that text or you miss that email or you know there's some a mess that needs to be cleaned up that you can't you know you don't want to delay you want to fix it um but well don't don't get me wrong stacy i i agree you can express love in a good meal you know and 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 you know my kids and i we've already talked about our 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 menu for our christmas dinner but uh, i just don't bake cookies (laughs) <laughs> well, you can you can ice them. You can guy you can buy some sugar cookies and some icing and just ice them. Are you up for that? You know, I had a girlfriend last year who suggested that I do that. I don't like messes. Ah, here here's the real deal. But we are gonna we are though we are gonna grill some steaks for Christmas. You know, wax lips. paper. You just put wax paper down or some foil. You know, it'll be fine. You'll, you you'll Maybe. be able to walk away from the mess i believe in you well but okay now but now you're putting pressure on me that i have to do certain certain <laughs> things to satisfy the requirement of christmas events 
Oh, you know, I, don't, I, I don't see want what you're doing there. Or viewers to feel like you have to do any one thing. You know, if, if, if your thing is board game night, make board game night a part of your holiday traditions. It or whatever be- makes you you be able to sit and be with each other. Don't just be in the same house, but be present in the conversation and in the moment. Is it, you know, for us, game time helped. You know, we were all. And, you know, we we had a blast. Um, like you're saying, you know, I remember cooking always being a time where we all pitched in and did that kind of stuff for you. You know, it's going to the football game, you know, and um, I think that there's all kinds of examples, you know, whether it's going to take a walk together if the weather allows and, and if you're able you know, just take a walk as a family or I don't know. There's been times I have pulled out yard games, <laughs> you know, the little balls that you throw and they go wrap around the, the pole. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know what that's called, but I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. Or, you know, ring toss or something. I, you know, I've got horseshoes a, in my backyard. Yeah. As the kids got older, you know, mine are in their twenties now, you know, the games and the activities that we did in order to really be present with each other, they changed over the years, you know, but well, uh, it's, it's been in the eighties here in, in Orlando over the last few weeks, but I've got a big pile of firewood and my fire pits already full. So I know uh, if we, if we get cold weather that week of Christmas, I know the girls are going to want to go outside and make s'mores. Oh, yeah. And that can go through New Year's. The, another thing I was I was thinking about uh, knowing that we were going to talk about presents versus presents is, um, you know, New Year's and how everybody's schedules are so different, you know, like. Um, maybe being present, it's not on the day of. Like maybe, you know, your gift is being present when it's convenient for somebody else, a child or a parent or grandparent or, you know, like maybe we try to be present after the day of or at someone else's convenience or at a different location than we would otherwise choose. That you was know. us last year. We did we did our Christmas because last year I had the back half of the Christmas break. We did our Christmas on the twenty eighth, and and believe you me, it was it was just as special and as magical for my kids. And we woke up early and we opened presents. And it doesn't matter if the date on the calendar is the twenty fifth, the twenty eighth, the 29th, It doesn't matter. We we still did our Christmas the way we would if it had been on December twenty fifth. So being present doesn't, you know, maybe involves a little bit more flexibility, you know, so you could focus and have quality time versus, you know, coming in and coming out, or maybe it's at an awkward time for someone else. Um, another thing that, you know, that I, I thought about, you know, how do I, how do I uh, intentionally be present for my friends and the people I love? Uh I like to write a nice card. I like to take time and write a nice card for the holidays, you know, whether it's New Year's or Christmas or, you know, uh, it could be, you know, if you're in the Jewish faith, it could be for Hanukkah, you know, but really writing something nice that's thoughtful and, you know, delivering it from the heart, you know, and I don't know. I. I've always been impressed with people who um, give me the most beautiful card, you know, and it's an easy way to 
to tell someone that you're thinking of them and they mean a lot to you? You know, do you give cards to your children, Daryl? Uh, I don't give them Christmas cards. And, and I'll be honest, I have not received a Christmas card since I got divorced. Although this year I did. A good buddy of mine who is an attorney there in Dallas, we went to high school together. Uh, he actually sent me my first Christmas card, my first family Christmas card that I uh, have received in three years. It's it you know a lot of a lot of people are going with the electronic cards or the little you know notes in your phone when you text it you know a bitmoji or something you know and um, and taking the time to actually do a Christmas card and give it to someone to me has always been very meaningful and it makes me feel like somebody is present with me their heart is with me you know. Now- I, I, I agree with you about the text message. It is nice to get a special text message. But what I don't like is when somebody sends out a group Merry Christmas text and then you respond <laughs> to that replied. text and you don't, you, well, a lot of times, you know, they'll send the text out to a bunch, not necessarily a group text, but they'll, they'll mass send it out to a bunch of people. And obviously you send a text out to 50 people. It's hard to respond to 50 people. So I kind of, I kind of don't like when I get a mass holiday text and then I respond and then nobody responds to me. Right. So I feel like if you're going to do that, if you're going to send a text, it needs to be an individual text so that you, you know, then it's, it's just much, much more meaningful to me. Oh, absolutely. You know, and I think, you know, everybody's different, but I, I really love it. I love everybody texting me and and I love texting everyone, but I really feel more like someone's heart is with me when they hand me a card and give me a hug and say, you know, I'd, I, you, you mean the world to me and I hope that you have a great holiday, you know, that kind of thing. Do you have the Christmas card stand where you put all the cards in? And it makes a little wreath. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah. Okay. And I keep them. I keep all the cards. I have shoe boxes full of years of cards. So in case I have a light card year, I can recycle some of last year's cards so my wreath is complete. Okay. You know? Just get like a, just like a plain plastic paper label over and then write over? No, I don't have to do that. I'm not that OCD. Although there have you been times. scratch people's names out and write to, to no. Joe and Susan? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, how do you even think about that? <laughs> Okay, and the, okay. So I thought of something else while we're talking about you know creating an environment of being present. Tell me what you think. So another way that I thought was really really good for our home when we are trying to unplug and and you know be together is uh, cra- doing a craft. Like you know, last year we did uh, these gingerbread houses, and my adult male boys and and husband we're all into it together working on you know our gingerbread houses and it was just so fun and yeah it was a little messy but we just put newspapers down you know and it I don't know it just and then you know after that we played cards and you know so crafts were a really great way for us to just kind of be together and talk you know yeah you're doing something but you're also talking along the way right and and it opens up everybody's uh holiday experience to times when we're together and we can only do that right not be on the computer or on the phone or having the tv in the background you know 
Well, I, I think the message that we want folks to get is that it doesn't matter what the event is. It doesn't matter what the ritual is. It doesn't matter whether it's baking cookies, whether it's decorating the tree. It doesn't matter what it is, but make that quality time with your kids a priority. And friends and family, too, because, sure. you know, yeah, Wh- whoever's in your circle, your people, your tribe, whatever. But it's important to do that. And, and it's important to make that a priority and schedule that and make sure that you do it. Right. And, you know, I think being conscious, having the consciousness to say, I'm going to create opportunities in in my uh, home and in my experiences that allow for that quality of time together, you know, and be okay with setting aside all the list of to do's and tasks, even though maybe two hours or a day or a week, you know, you don't know what's around the corner. And and I know that with the pandemic and everything, we've all been kind of locked in and uh, and it feels really, really great to be able to go out and shop and do all of these different things and maybe a little bit more added pressure, of course. But don't forget that the the best thing you can do is rest and connect with the people you love um, and, and, and be present. Don't just give presents, but be present in your head, in your heart and in your mind, uh, in your in your person your body right and your head your heart your body and um those will be memories that and investments that will never uh come back you know you only have this one time that this this one window of time it it doesn't come back it's a new window and a new time the next season so anyway i'm glad we got to talk about this today it's really been on my heart yeah, I, you know, and I'll admit for me, it's it's uh, it has taken me a few years to fully embrace, you know, my own Christmas traditions with my kids. But um, I feel like we're settling into a good routine, and and you know, I, I'm I'm I have a different feeling about the holidays now than I did three years ago when I was, you know, my first Christmas without my wife. And that sort of thing, because she always took the lead on on holiday events and all that. So, um, you know, I, I know I've made it a priority in my life over the last few years, and I feel like I'm just finally beginning to enjoy them. And I know that if you folks at home do the same thing, you'll find that it's worth the effort. Absolutely. And I know there's people out there that do uh, focus on being present during traditional, uh, you know, having our holiday traditions, you know, um, one of the things that uh, the Zoom call, you know, was so fun about, you know, playing bingo or having a scavenger hunt, you know, and, and it just opens us up to get to know each other better if we don't already know each other. And uh, we can focus on building each other up during those times. And, you know, going into the new year, I know this is going to be really big for me is uh, creating a, a structure in my, my life so I can be present. I can not just uh, take care of tasks or give, you know, a gift. I can give the gift of my attention and my heart uh, fully as we go into the new year. Well, this is going to be our last show of 2021. And when we, when we see you folks again, it'll be 2022. 
And uh, I'm really excited about what, what lies ahead for me and for you, Stacy, and yep. for the show and for all of your families there in Dallas. I, uh, I think this is a nice uh, putting a bow on 2021. And uh, I think we're all looking forward to 2022. It's going to be a great year. We've got a lot of good, good things coming, a lot of a lot of thankfulness for what we've been able to do and for all of our volunteers and donors and friends and families and kids. What a what a wonderful way to to live in in, in community together. And uh, I I for one am so grateful and um hope that in 2022 being present with each other more and more will be possible. And if you folks want to help Stacy next year uh, in her efforts, make sure to go to singleparentadvocate.org and you could donate there. You can also donate uh, at the Amazon store, the Amazon Wish, I think it is, page, yep. uh, and also follow us on social media. Yeah, um, smile.amazon.com and you can uh, you can select single parent advocate as your as your uh, benefactor and then also we have a new shopping partner called making make shopping count i've put some social posts out about that and so you if you're shopping to buy airline tickets or office supplies or you know anything uh, you can go to uh, make shopping count.com look up single parent advocate and order your uh, items there and, and they also give us uh, a donation with uh, anybody uh, who is already buying and doing their things there so I'm working on getting more and more of that available so that we can be the change we seek and uh, it's taken some time um, I'm looking forward to all of the things to, to come uh, for 2022 and hopefully we'll be able to get all of that information into everyone's hands all right. Well, that's our show for this uh, for this week. We'll see you folks next year. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Bye.